Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. What's good, it's your boy OG Bernie, Let Burn Rant Podcast. I hope everybody's enjoying their Thursday, no matter where you're at in the world. I'm hoping that you're listening right now. Where it is 11 p.m. in New York, 8 or 7 p.m. in the West Coast. Um, I don't know about anybody else at that point in the coast. That'll be a Friday at that time if you're hearing this. But let's let's get started, please. And um, as I want to get to with the Cowboys, the Cowboys got themselves in a dilemma. They can either let the season start and not pay Zeke Elliott anything right now. If they start winning or they start losing and they look like assholes and they have to pay them the money. Now they put themselves in a situation where now they have to they either pay him now or don't pay him and then let the season start and then take your sins on whether or not y'all win some games or don't win no games. It all depends at this point. It shouldn't never even have to come to this point. You see, Ezekiel wants a new contract. Now, Ezekiel Elliott is deserving of a new contract. The problem is he still got two years off his rookie contract. So normally, I from what I from what I was looking at, unless it's maybe they maybe changed it, you don't you don't get a chance of an extension until your final year. And even after that, then once you become an unrestricted free agent, you know, they gotta make that you know, they could throw the boat, you know, boatload of money to you. Now Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know what made him think that he can get a new contract right away. Three years, listen, three years in running back term is a very long time considering a normal running, average running back don't even make it past one year. They're so good right now, and then they get hit by injuries, and their whole career is over. Cedric Benson was one of them, RIP to him. Curtis Martin, he played uh, tons of years, but eventually it ran, it, it's far the time slowed down on him. Adrian Peterson, he is still running at 34 years old despite... Being in the NFL for a very long time, what, 13 years already in counting? So many people have been able to have success running, and some has haven't had really had the type of success to even do anything. When it came about with this whole contract, um, Ezekiel was willing to just hold out, and hold out he has. He is still holding out right now. He haven't practiced. Now I don't know. Is that to the part that he just don't want to practice? Or that's that's just to the part that he really wants to get paid his money. And understandably, he deserves his money. But you haven't really earned anything just to be proven that. And in a sad part, he has. Because in the two of three years that the Cowboys has been in the playoffs, it's because, it's because Ezekiel Elliott has been there. He's led the league rushing two out of three years. And it's three, in three years in total. They have gone deep into the playoffs. Also winning the division as well. So it's not like he haven't put in the work. I guess what's gonna be the what's gonna be the, the deciding factor is what happens once the season starts. If the Cowboys start going on a slump right now, they start going 0-2, 3 and it just keep on going. Do you have to just say, you know what, buckle down and just sign him that money? If your team is supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team right now, 
you need everybody there to be at their best shape right now just to have this type of chance to move forward and, and uh, you know, attack. And that's not going to be the case if Ezekiel Elliott is not there. If Elliott is not there for this team, this team is going to have a problem. And I don't see any way they go about this. They're going to have, they're going to have all the running backs they can have in the world. They can sign on 10 day contracts and yet they still won't be having, they still won't have the type of success like Zeke has had. They got they have to fix this sooner or later because they don't you know fix this situation that they got right now. It's gonna it's gonna turn out to be a horrible thing for them and then by the time September ends they could be looking at 0 and four, if not 0 and five. And you'll be way out of, you know, any type of conversation to be talking about even playoffs for this Cowboys. But hopefully but I believe they'll get something. They have to get Jerry Jones is not Jerry Jones won't go into the season. Without ZK Elliott not playing. So hopefully they can come into agreement. Zeke can stop with his pridefulness. Lock that contract out the way. I guess get him back into it. Like I said, he's on the Cowboys. There's a good chance they go into the division. There's a good chance they go to the Super Bowl. Him now in the division, Eagles outright wins that division. And I'm only saying the Eagles because one, I'm an Eagles fan. Two, I don't have no hope in the Giants or Redskins who's going through a complete QB change eventually. I'm pretty sure Haskins and Jones eventually will succeed to take their reigns, the realms of their QB spots on both of them teams. But right now, both of them teams sucks right now. They got no pieces that can help them, and I don't expect them to go far. Eagles got Eagles got all the pieces assembled. They go make a run at an at another Super Bowl. Cowboys ain't been in a Super Bowl in almost over 20 years. Their clock is ticking. Jerry Jones' clock is ticking right now. They got to make something happen now or it's never going to happen. So this is how I see it's going to, this is how, this is how it's going to, I see the scenario is going to play out. Cowboys are going to, the Cowboys are going to lose. I think Cowboys will lose their first three games. They, they have no type of running and attack. Dak Prescott will have to throw the ball more than he should ever have to. And when he, when he doesn't throw the ball over 30 times, this team is successful. He throws it over 30 times. That means there's no type of running game. They lose. So, and I can't see, you know, Dak Prescott going past, I can see him going past 30 attempts if there's no type of closure to the situation between Zeke and the team. So, if that's not the case, they'll have to sign him. But if the Cowboys, as I said, if they flip it around, they start winning games, it still might be a problem for Zeke because it might go from okay Zeke might have to give up and just wait until next year. Or they might not even use him at all for the whole season. And then Zeke could be in a situation where, wow, I might just, just trade me then. For all that, you never need me, trade me. And that might be the case. And that might damage his reputation. His, his reputation has already been hit with domestic violence and everything else. But he don't need this type of issue. So if I'm Zeke right now... If I'm the Cowboys right now, hopefully by the time the regular season starts, lock this in, get this done, and let's talk, let's talk about something more important. You know, it's kind of funny how everybody believes they are honest man. And yet, once you get into the politics, nobody's honest. 
And that's, I think that's the whole point of politics. You have to lie your way to the top. James Comey, former FBI director, who was considered the most... Technical difficulties, I'm sorry. Anyway, James Comey, who, who was viewed as the most powerful law enforcement officer in the whole nation. Let's think about it. He's the FBI director. He is he's got the most power. He is the most powerful man of law enforcement in America. Higher than any other commissioner or captain, everything that everything like that. He's built his way up to the top. Only person that he can answer to is the president. And maybe the NRA, who knows? But he was viewed to be this honest guy. And now the flip of what he of his of his you know his sins and what he was able to do. There's no honest man in Washington DC currently right now. And when it comes to politics, depending on how you play politics, there's nobody's honest during that also. The whole point of politics is to gain advantage of the people to gain value and gain knowledge and gain your way up to the top of the ranks. That's pretty much what a politician is. There's other you can go by the normal definition of politician. I'm not gonna go you know, read or recite the whole dictionary of it. But this is what we at right now when it comes to politics and everything like, like that. And what Comey did right now in his, you know, in his, I guess, mistakes against Trump, he didn't tell him. Um, now, I personally don't like that. I, I don't personally don't care about Trump. But if, you, if you're just going by the rules of the, the chains of commands, you have to answer to somebody. He has to answer to Trump on no matter what type of situation is going on. Even if it might be against him, I'm pretty sure you have to still answer to your boss. Your boss is Trump. I, as I said, don't I don't like Trump, but at the same time, Trump is still the boss. You got to answer to your boss. So what Comey did was, I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't tell you what Comey did was right. I can't tell you what Comey did was wrong. Especially if you're going by Fox News. Fox News, you know, doesn't tell you everything that it needs to tell you. Just like CNN doesn't tell you everything it tells you. No, nobody's honest when it comes to politics. They tell you their view, their side, their opinion. And you can either just deal with it or you can, I guess, further research what's more important to you. Um, also in politics... Um, Christian Kelly, I forgot. I'm sorry if I butcher your name. I'm very sorry. New York Senator Christian Gillibrand pulled out of the race officially because she didn't have enough support to even make it to the next month Democrat, I guess, convention or debate, however they want to do it. She's like the seventh person to drop out of it. Out of 27 candidates from the Democrats right now, there's a lot of Democrats candidate right now from being a mayor to the former councilman to not even doing anything right now that wants to take Trump out of here. And the only way you're going to beat Trump is not by simple rules and legislations that might sound good. You need you really need to be the American wants to see somebody that's really going to go blow for blow against Trump, even if Trump has some type of rigging system whatever you want to call it i don't know if the last election was rigged or not i don't know at this point i it's over with we gotta worry about this coming election next year and so far there's a, there's 10 people that is qualified to be on uh, the debate next month 
um, a lot of them failed to even get that, get even get far. Even even with New York Mayor Bill De Blasio, um, to the, to De Blasio and everybody else that doesn't really have enough support to stop. Don't we? And De Blasio, I De Blasio is the last person I want to see even as president. No no knock on the man. He's just not been this progressive Democrat that we all envision him to be. He's got a lot of stuff in his shadows right now, and just ha- the handling of everything he's been doing has just not been good. It's not been a good look for New York, also. So I he he's the last person I really want to see at all. Um, the top candidates on the Democrat side, Cory Booker. Um, he's so far done. He's he, he's done what he had to do in Newark before he became senator. And now he's really rise up the ladder to really take this opportunity to be a president. I think he's got a strong chance. Um, Camilla Harris got a strong chance. Elizabeth Warren got a strong chance. Joe Biden has got the strongest of everybody. And um, Bernie Sanders, he's forever, he's he's always there. Every every four every four years, he's always there, give, trying to do the best he can to even get a chance to. So these guys are the ones that we have to worry about. And I don't know if these guys are even strong enough to go against Trump. Like when I seen Hillary against Trump, I thought Hillary, honestly, off experience and what she's been able to do, she might have been the better candidate. But a lot of factors went into her role, and this is where we at right now. I didn't vote for none of them to begin with, but this, but Hillary was maybe the strongest person that could beat Trump, and Trump wasn't. Nobody considered Trump to be this powerful anyway. The fact that Trump even got as far as he did to win the Republican convention was a shockwave this was a, this was the biggest shockwave him winning now we four years later Trump right now he's primed to go back at it again I don't think nobody is really gonna go contest him in the Republican side they already they already entrenched with him running the show so now you get into what we get into, into right now with these five candidates because these, these are the only five candidates I believe have a chance to move on. I don't feel like anybody else on the Democratic side got enough support, got enough polling, got enough buzz, and they I don't feel like they're strong enough to handle Trump. Bernie Sanders is one of them. I feel like Bernie Sanders can match up against anybody. The fact that he lost to Hillary is still to me is a shock because I think Bernie was a better candidate than her. Joe Biden, who was under Obama for that so many years, but you have to wonder if because I, I don't because. To my knowledge, I don't even know if Obama's even rock with him, which 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 also speaks, you know, damaging for Biden. If you know, all the reports of him and the you know back in the seventies, him you know hang out with racist people is even true. If it is true, then you have to question it, and you really you really have to do some more research on this guy right now before you start wondering can he be the next guy to help us lead the nation. Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren and Camilla Harris are two female candidates who might, who, who I feel like is better qualified to run. But they're females. You already know how it is in America. It was bad enough when they they allowed a black guy to be president. They're not gonna let a female be president. So that they got that knock on them. So hopefully we'll see. And then you got Cory Booker, who I don't think he's a he's an underdog or a wild card, but he's definitely a strong candidate. Especially coming from where he came from in Newark right now, with that with that with a crazy history over there, just to be in this position to help lead a nation, who knows? Too many, there's too many factors that comes into it, and like I said, 
they're gonna they're gonna be ripping each other apart when it comes to healthcare, immigration reforms, police brutality, any little thing that Democrats like to say against each other to make it look good, and then you hate it, you hate it, you you go against the final boss in Trump. Everything starts changing, and like I said, Trump's already got the nation, if not most of them, on his side right now. Trump has been as honest as only thing you only only listen only thing you can knock you can knock Trump with anything else. Trump, for the most part of the last four years, has been honest with what he's been saying. And with that being said, people likes honesty. People want to hear be honest. You can hate Trump for everything he said right now, but nobody's strong enough to remove him off power. Or he would have been impeached so many times right now. The fact that he hasn't been impeached, it just shows how America, most of America, all feel. So if we'll see what happens next month with the debate, because I'm pretty sure it's got to trickle down eventually. And if it does, we'll know what's the next phase of action when it comes to this and then upcoming debates and, you know, whatever Trump's going to tweet about in his little Twitter palm with less than 240 characters. We'll just see how everything plays out when it plays out. I wasn't going to even talk about this topic only because this was the this topic was as old as June 2019. Normally, I like to keep it something current. I don't want to talk about something from the past because I, I, I can only speak from my Facebook days about that. About my podcast days, I, I wasn't going to talk about this. But it was interesting because of, you know, I don't know, I had to, I had to, I had to talk about it only because... It, it, it blew my head right now when I was watching, was just looking at this in general, reading it. And I'm gonna read it with you also, not all, not all of it, but I'm gonna read some of it to you. That slavery respiration could carry a 17 trillion dollar price bag, or price tag. I'm sorry. So I was just, I was intrigued, and it just caught my eyes. So I figured to just talk about it. It said a new bill would calculate potential cost of respiration. And by you who finance estimate, these can reach as high as $17 trillion. Last week, the House Traditionary Subcommittee on the Constitution, Civil Rights, and Civil Liberties held the first hearing in a decade on H.R. 40, the Commission to Study and Develop Respiration Proposals for African American Act. The bill was first introduced in 1989 by former Congressman James Conway. Conway reintroduced the bill each year until his retirement in 2017. And each year, the bill languished in Congress, which means they didn't go far. The bill focus was not to pass respiration, but to research the impact slavery had on black Americans and develop proposal for redress. Payments are not the focus for HR 40. The subject of respirations has remained a political hot potato with presidential candidate Senator Harris, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and O'Rourke and Julian Castro support in some forms of respiration. But while the Democrat-controlled House is willing to hear the bill, it seems likely that the bill on restoration will die in the Senate where Republicans have a majority. When asked about the hearing, Senate Majority Little, I'm sorry, Senate Majority Leader McConnell said that he opposed the measure given that not one of us currently living are responsible for slavery. And this is where this is this is where I have a problem with. You might not be a part. Nobody here currently living I guess right now unless there's somebody in America that is still alive to this day, which you have to be about 
about a hundred and about a hundred and fifty years old, maybe almost one seventy years old to still be alive to see to still see everything that happened in America. But nonetheless, Mr. McConnell, you we might have not been responsible. Nobody here living is are responsible, but for the ancestors that the you know the monsterized, traumatized, and did everything little as possible to degrade us. Your ancestors are responsible. You might not be, but your ancestors are truly responsible for the deaths and torture of millions, if not, I would say billions of African-Americans, even though that's kind of like a high number to say that. But nonetheless, no, no, nobody should have deserved that type of treatment. And the fact that you're kind of just dismissing this right now, it, it seems like you don't care. Now, I'll admit, 17 trillion is a high number, but at the same time, a lot of African-Americans was beaten and killed more than we should have and to this day we're still not given that type of respect so as far as 17 trillion i'm i'm down with it my only thing is where does that go to who's going who's receiving 17 trillion dollars that'd be my only issue with that everything so overall i don't you know what they even pass it all you want but where does that money go in a sense of mcconnell right now mcconnell is saying that where who are you giving that money to Nobody alive was responsible for the slavery And he's right Nobody alive currently right now Was responsible for this But somebody has to pay for This Tragic event And it's not even a tragic event This was ongoing And even to this day This is still ongoing Because people of You know African American skin Or descent They're still being Second class citizens In this current state of America right now But you know what? I let you guys be the. I let you guys. I let you guys decide what you think about it. Um, I'll probably make a poll if restoration is gonna do anything for us. I will hope it do, but you know, it doesn't seem like it's going to. Who knows? And this is gonna be the last topic for tonight. Um, I wanted to talk about Actually, I don't even care about the football thing I already talked about the football thing I want to talk about Nipsey Hussle the, I'm not sure we can call him legendary Even though I feel like, in a sense He's done a lot for the culture So I'm just going to say legendary Off the trenches of just that What he meant for hip-hop And um, It's still, you know It's still unfortunate The situation that happened to him where he got gunned down, the way he got gunned down is still, you know, to this day, it's still, it's still messed up that we are, you know, as a society still going against each other, especially for our own kind and our own, you know, people over petty crap that could be resolved by talking. But um, I'm talking about this case right now because it seems like LA is not being honest with the viewers and the people when they was talking about him and Nipsey forming an alliance to tackle gang activity and how to help the youth right now not be in a bad situation where they be part of the system. The LAPD wasn't forthcoming about their relationship with Nipsey Hussle as they led us to believe. Shout out to Push Black for telling, for even giving me some insights about this. Hit follow Push Black. We all push back on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook and Twitter. When it comes to black culture, they're definitely one of the people that you need to look up on right now. And I was looking on this right now. So 
it was easy for me to talk about it. So as as I'm going by what they wrote, rap and Nipsey Hustle death set shockwave throughout the country that were heard around the entire world. The beloved artist and black entrepreneur had a community that had that was proud of him. And initially many of us were led to believe that include the cops. But um, a recent reporter from the New York Times has exposed that the police were not exactly being straightforward about their opinions on Nipsey. Why so? I'll tell you why. The investigation got Nipsey, the investigation almost got Nipsey evicted from the strip mall, but he went ahead and bought the property. The police are saying that they weren't specifically after Nipsey, but instead were focused on an abating gang activity in the area where he operated. Despite the fact this is what they said, Nipsey's names were still mentioned in connection with the investigation. The media is trying to make sense of how this could be the case if he wasn't a target. No matter what police or the media said, the marathon Nipsey was running is still continuing. The physical location of his store has closed for now, but people are still supporting the legacy he left behind. That's something no investigation can stop. Shout out to Push Black, founder Daryl. Much love right now. Passionate about the Black Power movement, I respect it. So I got me. I just have to ask a few questions. One, I'm gonna make it short and simple. Why is the marathon closed to begin with? Why is that part of it that he opened up still closed? I understand the whole situation that you know he got murdered and everything like that. But closing it is not gonna solve. Closing it is not gonna solve anything. You're just letting the people who committed this win. You're letting the cops win. If that shit is still closed, leave that open. You know, people deserve to go to the place where he, you know, himself built that from his own hand right now to make this possible for people to, and you know, to have some type of hope. I don't know the prices of Nipsey's stuff was, but at the same time, he was a beacon of hope over there where he was at in L.A. And like I said, despite the fact that he's not here with us right now, we still need he's, he's that's something that that should never have closed down. Per period should never have closed down and hopefully they are able to reopen that um hopefully lauren london with the help of his kids or their kids together are able to reopen this up and and we'll just go from there now as far as the cops even investigating him if he's not really a if he's not really a part of this investigation then honestly this should not hit him his name at all should never even came out of no paperwork from LAPD If the whole point Was trying to stop An abating game activity Then You can do that Without having Nipsey Name at all involved I feel like if, And if that was The whole reason Why they were trying To collab with Nipsey also Then It's, it's petty And it's kind of It's fucked up on their part To even indulge Have him involved In something That got nothing to do with him And Trying, trying to shake hands with Nipsey just to stop an abating. First of all, the, the whole reason why you did this right now was to prevent shit from happening, not what's happening currently. The fact that Nipsey, you try to drag Nipsey into it as the the voice of reason. Uh, if not, please don't do this. This is the same type of shady activity LA has been doing for the longest since, since the days of Biggie right now, since they couldn't even find his murderer right now. I'm not surprised that LAPD did this because this LAPD don't got no type of control when it comes to gang activity there's co- certain cops certain police departments in america don't know how to handle it they'll do anything as possible to try to get somebody who's got a buzz who's really out there right now just to help conduct and help stop that this by any means necessary and by them trying to hit nipsey hustle up they thought that they maybe they can solve this whole bullshit 
which they failed and this is where we at right now i'm pretty sure they could have did this without him being involved in this at all the fact that they even threw his name up there is even more disrespectful the man is not even alive right now why is his name still being dragged through everything else leave him alone get off his case right now this man is not alive he's not able to do anything at this point his family is going through enough right now lapd you should be ashamed of yourself for even trying to even talking up haunt bad on the good guy right now he passed away let it be right now nobody did anything about the situation yes y'all caught the guy congratulations but focus on what y'all gotta focus on you don't need nipsey for you to go catch every gang member right now that's bad in here if you see if you know that there's gang activity stop the shit you don't need you don't need anybody else to try to you know capture every other you know crazy criminal in la and and whatever in neighboring areas just for you to you know make yourself look good y'all ain't been good in a long time and this is you know working with nipsey was one of the best things y'all could have did right now and not because he was gonna help you or blase blase stop gang activity he was helping you prevent this so younger kids can have options in life that he didn't have he didn't have some type of options when he was growing up he had a strong, he had a strong, you know, base with his mom and I believe his dad. But at the same time, he fell into the, he fell into the cracks of the gangs. He Nipsey shaked hands with us so and prevents other people from going through the cracks. So that way they are given, they are given options when they get older to pursue life outside of this city, outside of the, the, these codes, that's outside of the gang activity. They can make better. They could be better people. And L.A. didn't see it that way. L.A. was looking to put him into some nonsense that had nothing to do with him. And I'll leave it as that. Either yeah, either, yeah, either yeah, agree that the LAPD should have did this or not. Nipsey's not here. Let the man rest in power. And let's move on. This is your boy OG Bernie. This is the Let Burn Rent Podcast. Follow me on Anchor. Follow me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Enjoy your night. Peace, love, and hair grease. Burn. Hey, this is the original gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rent Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Liberant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn.